The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Here in the Northern Hemisphere, at least in many parts of it, spring has definitely sprung. I hope it's nice where you are. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, May 4th, 2023, Thursday of the fourth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. John Payne, an English martyr, born in 1532 at Petersboro, England, possibly a convert. In 1574, he departed England, went to Douai, where he was ordained in 1576. Immediately, he was sent back to England and was arrested within a year. Released by English authorities, he departed the island but came back in 1579. He was arrested once more after being denounced by John Eliot, a known murderer who made a career out of denouncing Catholics and priests for bounty. Imprisoned and tortured in the Tower of London for nine months, John Payne was finally condemned to death, hanged, drawn, and quartered. He is one of the martyrs of England and Wales. He died in 1582. St. John Payne, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I give you this day. I offer you now all of the good that I shall do, and I promise to accept for love of you all of the difficulty that I shall meet. Help me to conduct myself during this day in a manner pleasing to you. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that church movements and groups may rediscover their mission of evangelization each day, placing their own charisms at the service of needs in the world. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence and ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you. If you do them, Lord Jesus, give us light to understand what you're saying and, as you put it, to put it into practice. Blessed are you if you do them. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. And Jesus, of course, is encouraging us to live a spirit of service. Jesus is among us as one who serves. After washing the feet of the disciples, he says, You call me Master and Lord. And you are right. And if I, your Master and Lord, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. In another gospel passage, Jesus says, I am among you as one who serves. Again, referring to himself as the Master, as greater than them. He says, I am among you as one who serves. So Jesus, help me today in this time of prayer. 
with you to examine my spirit of service? Is this a driving force in my life? Do I look forward to service? Do I look for small ways of serving others? Am I humble enough, Lord, like you, not to just do the things that will bring me recognition, not just to do the things that are kind of big, noteworthy acts of service, not just to do the things that bring me gratitude, but to serve constantly and to serve in all sorts of ways. Jesus, you are a wonderful example of this. Our Lord literally saves the world on the cross and in the resurrection. And our Lord performs so many miracles of service, big miracles, paralytics who can walk, deaf people can hear again, blind people who can see again, dead people who are alive again, sick people who are healed, possessed people who are freed from the devil. Our Lord, throughout his public life, just one act of service after another, helping people. And yet, Lord, most of your life, and even in your public life, and even in the hours of your passion, our Lord serves not just with spectacular gestures, not just with miraculous cures. Jesus, you serve by washing feet, and you serve by making breakfast for the apostles a few days after the resurrection. And in your hidden life, you served so many times by just doing your work for your family, doing your work for your customers, doing your work for God, one day after another, getting up, saying his prayers, going to work, one project after another, one hour after another, work in the workshop with St. Joseph, a work in his home with Our Lady, a life of ordinary work turned to service for the love of God. And Jesus says, this is how to be great. Let the greatest among you be the servant of all. This is how to be like me. I am among you as one who serves. I have left you an example. Washing the feet, Jesus says, I have left you an example. You may do likewise. If I, your master and Lord, have washed your feet, you too also ought to wash one another's feet. It's so beautiful to see examples of people who are objectively important, objectively successful. And yet they live a spirit of service. I had a very good priest friend who was um, very successful in terms of a ecclesiastical career. He was a monsignor. He was the rector of a cathedral and a big archdiocese. He resurrected a few parishes and renovated their churches. He was the head of Catholic charities. There was a multi-multi-million dollar budget for Catholic charities. He pioneered work with handicapped children to receive the sacraments throughout the country. He set up a curriculum for that. And so he was he was very successful and he served the church in a lot of big and we could say noteworthy ways. And yet he had this saying and this saying was brought up at his at his funeral in the homily that a bishop <laughs> you can see the impact that this man had a bishop preached his his uh, funeral mess. And so this bishop in, in the, the homily, the funeral mess, said that this priest used to say, there's no job too small for a big enough man. There's no job too small for a big enough man. 
And usually we think the opposite, right? The big shot, the executive, the CEO, the senator, you know, the person with the big responsibility, the person who is really in charge calling the shots. Well, he doesn't have time to take the car to get washed or to uh, make breakfast like Jesus made breakfast or to clean up around the house. And so he expects other people to do it or he pays for it or whatever. And that's precisely the opposite of Jesus. And it's and it's the opposite of that priest's motto. There's no job too small for a big enough man. And this friend of mine, he was known for shoveling the driveway with the snow or sweeping the church hall after some event. You know, he actually lived, he put into practice that saying of his, there's no job too small for a big enough man. And this is what Jesus is telling us. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Serve. Serve. Find something that someone needs done and do it. Big or small. Take care of the little things for your family. Take care of the little things in your room. Take care of the little things in your life. Out of service for God and for others. Blessed are you if you do them. I remember hearing this about Pope Benedict XVI, that in the conclave at which he was eventually elected Pope, Cardinal Ratzinger was there, and they were at dinner in Casa Santa Marta, there in the Vatican, beginning the conclave. And at his table at dinner, the water jugs were missing. And the people who were serving the um, the dinner had forgotten to bring the water pitchers to his table. And so instead of getting up and asking someone to do it or complaining, you know, where's the water? Cardinal Ratzinger, the most important man in the church at the time and for the next 10 years or whatever, um, got up and just humbly went and filled a pitcher of water and came back without saying anything and started pouring the water for the other cardinals there. And a small thing, but you know he had the weight of the world, the church, on his shoulders at the time, John Paul II just having died. He knew that he was one of the likely candidates to replace him as Pope. He had so much on his mind, super important guy. And yet here he is in this, in this historic moment, pouring water at dinner for his fellow cardinals. It's kind of like Jesus, Jesus in the resurrection, making breakfast. Come and have breakfast, Jesus says. Jesus is serving in the resurrected state in these small gestures, these small, these small ways. Jesus, help us to follow this great example. We want to be great. We want to be great in love. May I be last in everything, St. Maria says, but first in love. And first in love means first in service. And first in service, Lord Jesus, means not to be too proud to do the small things, to do the so-called dirty work, not to overlook small acts of service, that are right there present in my life, in all of our lives. Jesus, you are among us as one who serves. Help that to be me. I want to be among my family, my friends, my colleagues. I want to be in this world among others, like you, as one who serves. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour on Daybreak.
It's daybreak for Thursday of the fourth week of Easter, May 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now to begin this liturgical day as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. us and bless us and let your face shed its light upon us so will your ways be known upon earth and all nations learn your saving help the Lord is risen Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples, you guide the nations on earth. The Lord is risen, has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. The Lord is risen, As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Alleluia. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Alleluia. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them you uprooted the nations. 
to let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land, no arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my king, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Alleluia. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Alleluia. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Alleluia. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is is now. now. And it will be forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Alleluia. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Alleluia. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Alleluia. This befell us that we had not forgotten you that we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out He who knows the secrets of the heart. It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise. Do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low. To the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood, as even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do, do not, not abandon, abandon us forever. Alleluia. God has raised the Lord to life. Alleluia. Through, Through his, his power, he will also raise us up. Alleluia. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, had another vision. The heavenly sanctuary, which is the tent of witness, opened up, and out of it came the seven angels holding the seven plagues. The angels were dressed in pure white linen, each with a sash of gold about his breast. One of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of the God who lives forever and ever. Then the sanctuary became so filled with the smoke which arose from God's glory and might that no one could enter it until the seven plagues of the seven angels had come to an end. I heard a mighty voice from the sanctuary say to the seven angels, Go and pour out upon the earth the seven bowls of God's wrath. The first angel went out, and there and when he poured out his bowl on the earth, severe and festering boils broke out on the men who had accepted the mark of the beast or worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea. The sea turned to blood like that of a corpse, and every creature living in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs. These also turned to blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters cry out, You are just, O Holy One, who is and who was, in passing this sentence to those who shed the blood of saints and prophets, you have given blood to drink. They deserve it. Then I heard the altar cry out, Yes, Lord God Almighty, your judgments are true and just. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun. He who was commissioned to burn men with fire. Those who were scorched by the intense heat blasphemed in the name of God, who had power to send these plagues. But they did not repent or give him due honor. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast. Its kingdom was plunged into darkness. Men bit their tongues in pain and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their suffering and their boils. But 
They did not turn away from their wicked deeds. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates. Its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come from the mouth of the dragon, from the mouth of the beast, and from the mouth of the false prophet. These spirits were devils who worked prodigies. They went out to assemble all the kings of the earth for battle on the great day of God the Almighty. Be on your guard. I come like a thief. Happy the man who stays wide awake and fully clothed for fear of going naked and exposed for all to see. The devils then assembled the kings in a place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Finally, the seventh angel poured out his bowl upon the empty air. From the throne in the sanctuary came a loud voice which said, It is finished. There followed lightning flashes and peals of thunder, then a violent earthquake. Such was its violence that there has never been one like it in all the time men have lived on the earth. The great city was split into three parts, and the other Gentile cities also fell. God remembered Babylon the Great, giving her the cup filled with the blazing wine of his wrath. Every island fled, and the mountains disappeared. Giant hailstones like huge weights came crashing down on mankind from the sky, and men blasphemed God for the plague of hailstones, because this plague was so severe. The Word of the Lord If the head of the household knew when the thief was coming, surely he would keep watch. See, I come like a thief, says the Lord. Blessed is he who keeps watch. Alleluia. Just when people are saying, Now peace and security are ours, suddenly ruin will come upon them. See, I I come like a thief, says the Lord. Blessed is he who keeps watch. Alleluia. From a Treatise on John by St. Augustine Bishop A new commandment I give you, that you love one another. This commandment that he is giving them is a new one, the Lord Jesus tells his disciples. Yet was it not contained in the old law, where it is written, You shall love your neighbor as yourself? Why does the Lord call it new when it is clearly so old? Or is the commandment new because it divests us of our former selves and clothes us with the new man? Love does indeed renew the man who hears, or rather obeys, its command. But only that love which Jesus distinguished from a natural love by the qualification, as I have loved you. This is the kind of love that renews us. When we love as he loved us, we become new men, heirs of the new covenant and singers of the new song. My brothers, this was the love that even in bygone days renewed the holy men 
the patriarchs and prophets of old. In later times it renewed the blessed apostles, and now it is the turn of the Gentiles. From the entire human race throughout the world, this love gathers together into one body, a new people, to be the bride of God's only Son. She is the bride of whom it is asked in the Song of Songs, Who is this who comes clothed in white? White indeed are her garments, for she has been made new, and the source of her renewal is none other than this new commandment. And so all her members make each other's welfare their common care. When one member suffers, all the members suffer with him. And if one member is glorified, all the rest rejoice. They hear and obey the the Lord's words, A new commandment I give you, that you love one another. Not as men love one another for their own selfish ends, nor merely on account of their common humanity, but because they are all gods and sons of the Most High. They love one another as God loves them, so that they may be brothers of his only Son. He will lead them to the goal that alone will satisfy them, where all their desires will be fulfilled. For when God is all in all, there will be nothing left to desire. This love is the gift of the Lord, who said, As I have loved you, you also must love one another. His object in loving us, then, was to enable us to love each other. By loving us himself, our mighty head has linked us all together as members of his own body, bound to one another by the tender bond of love. God has given us this commandment. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Alleluia. On these two commandments rest the whole law and the prophets. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Alleluia. Let us pray. O God, who restore human nature to yet greater dignity than at its beginnings, look upon the amazing mystery of your loving kindness and in those you have chosen to make new through the wonder of rebirth May you preserve the gifts of your enduring grace and blessing through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-six minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's Gospel just a few minutes along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, May 4th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives a lesson in humility from the 13th chapter of the Gospel of John. When he had washed their feet, he said to them, Truly, truly I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, 
nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of you all. I know whom I have chosen. It is that the scripture may be fulfilled, he who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I tell you this now, before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly I say to you, he who receives anyone whom I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. St. Mark was a really good example of humility. He showed that even though we have a lot of ups and downs in our life, we can still be good instruments of God if we have humility. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. Besides St. Mark's apostolic work of expansion and consolidation among the new converts, he worked in very close cooperation with Peter, Paul, and Barnabas. According to the most reliable tradition, he was St. Peter's interpreter in Rome, probably translating both the preaching and oral teachings of the Prince of the Apostles. Above all, he was a very docile instrument of the Holy Spirit in leaving us the priceless jewel of the second gospel. It is a great source of consolation and hope to us when we look at the person of this evangelist from his very first steps up to his becoming an invaluable instrument for the early church and for all time. Despite our shortcomings, the possible failures and hesitations of our past, like him we can be assured, with the help of grace, of being able to give a selfless and useful service to the church. Despite everything, we too can become effective instruments. What help and carry must have given at Rome to the elderly St. Paul in prison. Both had made their own the words written by the Apostle of the Gentiles to the Christians at Corinth, Love is patient and kind. Love overcomes all. Charity can overcome all our defects, smooth out the differences between characters, and remove anything that might be an obstacle in relationships. Charity can overcome all resistance. How different everything would have been if Paul had given in to the prejudice that Mark couldn't be relied on for anything because he had once been cowardly or exhausted or had allowed himself to become discouraged and gone back to Jerusalem. How different things would also have been if Mark had harbored a grudge because the apostle didn't want to have him on his second journey. Let us today ask Mary, our mother, that we may never hold anything against anybody, for it would do great damage to our heart, to our love for God and our neighbor. Let us learn from St. Mark how to begin again a thousand times if necessary. If we for any reason have to go through a similar bad experience of failure or cowardice. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 
Well, let's pray now. Once again, we join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Be true to your name, O Lord, and preserve my life. Alleluia. Be true to your name, O Lord, and preserve my life. Alleluia. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful, you are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails. My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought and to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk, To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. 
For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us. Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. Be Be true true to your your name, name, O Lord, and preserve my life. Alleluia. I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. Alleluia. I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. Alleluia. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who are mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice. Alleluia. The Lord rebuilds Jerusalem and heals the brokenhearted. Alleluia. The The Lord Lord rebuilds Jerusalem and heals the brokenhearted. Alleluia. Praise the Lord, for he is good. Sing to our God, for he is loving. To him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars and calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, giving thanks. Sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warrior strength. The Lord delights in those who revere him and those who wait for his love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, 
great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem. You know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken. Gather together those who have been scattered and enrich us all from the plentitude of your eternal wisdom. The, the Lord, Lord rebuilds Jerusalem and heals the brokenhearted. Alleluia. A reading from Paul's letter to the Romans. If Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, while the Spirit lives because of justice. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then he who raised Jesus from the dead will bring your mortal bodies to life also through his Spirit dwelling in you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The, the Lord, Lord is, is risen from, from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, Alleluia. No disciple is greater than his teacher. He should be glad to become like his master. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. No disciple is greater than his teacher. He should be glad to become like his master. Alleluia. Let us pray. God the Father has given us his Son for the resurrection of his people. Let us turn with confidence to the Father and say, May the May Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus be, be our, our very life. As a pillar of fire, you lighted the way for your people in the desert. Through his resurrection, may Christ be today the light of our life. May the, May the Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus be, be our, our very life. life. 
Through the voice of Moses, you taught your people from the mountain. Through his resurrection, may Christ be today the light of our life. May the Lord Jesus be our very life. You fed your pilgrim people with your gift of manna. Through his resurrection, may Christ be today the light of our life. May the Lord Jesus be our very life. You gave your people water from the rock. Through his resurrection, may Christ be today the light of our life. May the Lord Jesus be our very life. And now we offer the intentions, the hopes, the prayers of our own hearts. Lord, hear our prayer. May the Lord Lord Jesus Jesus be our very life. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who restore human nature to yet greater dignity than at its beginnings, look upon the amazing mystery of your loving kindness, and in those you have chosen to make new, through the wonder of rebirth, may you preserve the gifts of your enduring grace and blessing, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's May. It's the month of Mary and the walk to Mary takes place this Saturday. It's 21 miles from De Pere, Wisconsin to Champion, Wisconsin and the Shrine of Our Lady of Good Help. It's a journey of discovery and revelation, not destination, and you don't have to walk the full 21 miles. Along the way, you'll toil and triumph, empty yourselves out, making room for the Holy Spirit to expand within you. Find out more at relevantradio.com That's the Walk to Mary coming up this Saturday in eastern Wisconsin. Morning Air is coming up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.